Section 2 of Child Harold's Pilgrimage Cantos 1 and 2 by George Gordon, Lord Byron This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Canto 1, Stanza 14-34 On, on the vessel flies, the land is gone, And winds are rude in Biscay's sleepless bay. Four days are sped, but with a fifth, anon, New shores descried, make every bosom gay, And Sintra's mountain greets them on their way, And Tagus, dashing onward to the deep, His fabled golden tribute bent to pay, And soon on board the Lucian pilots leap, And steer twixt fertile shores where yet few rustics reap. O Christ, it is a goodly sight to see What heaven hath done for this delicious land, What Fruits of fragrance blush on every tree. Would goodly prospects o'er the hills expand? But man would mar them with an impious hand. And when the Almighty lifts his fiercest scourge Gainst those who most transgress his high command, With treble vengeance will his hot shafts urge Gaul's locust host, and earth from fellest foemen purge. What beauties doth Lisboa first unfold? her image floating on that noble tide which poets vainly pave with sands of gold but now whereon a thousand keels did ride of mighty strength since albion was allied and to the lucians did her aid afford a nation swollen with ignorance and pride who lick yet loathe the hand that waves the sword to save them from the wrath of gaul's unsparing lord but whoso entereth within this town, That sheening far celestial seem to be, Disconsolate will wander up and down, Mid many things unsightly to strange e, For hut and palace show like filthily, The dingy denizens are reared in dirt, No personage of high or mean degree Doth care for cleanness of surtout or shirt, Though shent from Egypt's plague, unkempt, unwashed, unhurt. Poor paltry slaves, yet born midst noblest scenes, why, nature, waste thy wonders on such men? Lo, Sintra's glorious Eden intervenes, in variegated maze of mount and glen. Ah, me, what hand can pencil, guide, or pen, to follow half on which the eye dilates, through views more dazzling unto mortal ken? than those whereof such things the bard relates, who to the awestruck world unlock Elysium's gates. The horrid crags by toppling convent crowned, the cork-trees hoar that clothe the shaggy steep, the mountain moss by scorching skies embrowned, the sunken glen, whose sunless shrubs must weep, the tender azure of the unruffled deep, the orange tints that gild the greenest bough, the torrents that from cliff to valley leap, the vine on high, the willow branch below, mixed in one mighty scene with varied beauty glow. Then slowly climb the many winding way, and frequent turn to linger as you go from loftier rocks new loveliness survey, and rest ye at Our Lady's house of woe, where frugal monks their little relics show, and sundry legends to the stranger tell. Here impious men have punished been, and lo, deep in yon cave, Honorius long did dwell, 
and hope to merit heaven by making earth a hell. And here and there, as up the crags you spring, mark many rude carved crosses near the path, yet deem not these devotions offering. These are memorials frail of murderous wrath, for whosoever the shrieking victim hath poured his blood beneath the assassin's knife, some hand erects a cross of mouldering lath. In grove and glen with thousands such are rife throughout this purple land where law secures not life. On sloping mounds or in the vale beneath are domes where whilom kings did make repair, but now the wild flowers round them only breathe, yet ruined splendor still is lingering there. In yonder towers the prince's palace fair, there thou too, Vothic, England's wealthiest son, once form thy paradise, as not aware when wanton wealth her mightiest deeds hath done. Meek peace, voluptuous lures, was ever wont to shun. Here didst thou dwell, here schemes of pleasure plan, beneath yon mountain's ever beauteous brow. But now, as if a thing unblessed by man, thy fairy dwelling is as lone as thou. Here giant weeds a passage scarce allow to halls deserted, portals gaping wide, fresh lessons to the thinking bosom. How vain are the pleasances on earth supplied, swept into wrecks anon by time's ungentle tide. Behold the hall where chiefs were late convened, O oh, dome displeasing unto British eye, with diadem height fool's cap. Lo, a fiend, a little fiend that scoffs incessantly, there sits in parchment robe arrayed, and by his side is hung a seal and sable scroll, where blazoned glare names known to chivalry, and sundry signatures adorn the roll, whereat the urchin points, and laughs with all his soul. Convention is the dwarfish demon styled, that foiled the knights in Marie Alva's dome, of brains, if brains they had. He them beguiled, and turned a nation's shallow joy to gloom. Here folly dashed to earth the victor's plume, and policy regained what arms had lost. For chiefs like ours in vain may laurels bloom. Woe to the conquering, not the conquered host, since baffled triumph droops on Lusitania's coast. And ever since that martial synod met, Britannia sickens. Sintra at thy name, and folks in office at the mention fret, and fain would blush, if blush they could, for shame. How will posterity the deed proclaim? Will not our own and fellow nations sneer to view these champions cheated of their fame, by foes in fight or thrown? Yet victors here, where scorn or finger points through many a coming year? So deemed the child as o'er the mountains he did take his way in solitary guise. Sweet was the scene, yet soon he thought to flee, more restless than the swallow in the skies. Though here a while he learned to moralize, for meditation fixed at times on him, and conscious reason whispered to despise his early youth misspent and maddest whim. But as he gazed on truth, his aching eyes grew dim, to horse, to horse he quits, forever quits a scene of peace, though soothing to his soul. Again he rouses from his moping fits, but seeks now not the harlot and the bowl. 
onward he flies, nor fixed as yet the goal, where he shall rest himself on his pilgrimage. And o'er him many changing scenes must roll, ere toil his thirst for travel can assuage, or he shall calm his breast, or learn experience sage. Yet Mafra shall one moment claim delay, where dwelt of your the Lusian's luckless queen, and church and court did mingle their array, and mass and revel were alternate scene. Lordlings and frères, ill-sorted, fry, I ween, but here the Babylonian whore had built a dome, where flaunts she in such glorious sheen that men forget the blood which she hath spilt, and bow the knee to pomp that loves to garnish guilt. O'er vales that teem with fruits, romantic hills, oh, that such hills upheld a free-born race, whereon to gaze the eye with joyance fills. Child Herald wends through many a pleasant place, though sluggers deem it but a foolish chase, and marvel men should quit their easy chair, the toilsome way and long, long league to trace. Oh, there is sweetness in the mountain air, and life that bloated ease can never hope to share. More bleak to view the hills at length recede, and less luxuriant, smoother vales extend. Immense horizon-bounded plains secede, far as the eye discerns, without an end. Spain's realms appear, whereon her shepherds tend flocks, whose rich fleece right well the traitor knows. Now must the pastor's arm his lambs defend, for Spain is compassed by unyielding foes, and all must shield their all, or share subjection's woes. Where Lusitania and her sister meet, deem ye what bounds the rival realms divide, and o'er the jealous queens of nations greet, doth Tayo interpose his mighty tide, or dark sierras rise in craggy pride, or fence of art like China's vastly wall, ne barrier wall, ne river deep and wide, ne horrid crags, nor mountains dark and tall, rise like the rocks that part Hispania's land from Gaul. But these between a silver streamlet glides, and scarce a name distinguisheth the brook, though rival kingdoms press its verdant sides, here leans the idle shepherd on his crook and vacant on the rippling waves doth look that peaceful still twixt bitterest foam and flow. For proud each peasant, as the noblest duke, well doth the Spanish hind the difference know twixt him and Lusian's slave, the lowest of the low. But ere the mingling bounds have far been passed, dark Guatiana rolls his power along in sullen billows, murmuring and vast, so noted ancient rondelays among, while Om upon his banks did legions throng of moor and night, in mailed splendor dressed, here ceased the swift their race, here sunk the strong, the Paynim turban and the Christian crest, mixed on the bleeding stream by floating host oppressed. End of section two.